All right. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hello, hello. So, it's Dan, your friendly fishmonger from dansfish.com. And um, let me mute that real quick. That got a little weird. And I'm glad to be here with you all on a Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Hey, real thing. How you doing? Um, did they spawn? Any luck yet? I'm, I'm hoping they're doing well for you. Candy, hey, Terry's Tropical. What's up, Daryl, Turbo, Wichita, hello. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I... I think I just fixed the echo, Wichita. Sorry about that. I forgot to mute the uh, my side, but should be fixed now. Jeff Rose, glad you made it over. Bob, howdy. Philly man, Pete. Good to see you again, Philly man. Oh, wow, this one. <laughs> of Deloricqua, Peterson? Of Deloric. Peterson, hello, welcome. Sorry, I... I'm going to have to work on that first part. <laughs> Potato, glad you made it. Glad you made it. 54 Punchy, my Wyoming neighbor. Good to see you. Pebs 13, glad you're back. Sergeant Take, what's up, Jeremy? Charlie, Corey boy, glad to see you all here. Glad to see you all here. So um, I'm happy to hang out with you guys. And I've got some updates I want to talk to you about. So here's the thing for those that are new or just a reminder for those that aren't new, that uh, if you have a question or a comment that you want me to respond to and get at on this stream, then please do make it at Dan's Fish. If you put at and you start typing Dan's Fish, hopefully it'll populate. You can choose that option and then it'll be bright orange on my side so I can see it and respond to it immediately. So today the plan is um, oh, in on that note, I I can happy to answer anything fish related, respond to anything related to the fish hobby. Um, I've done quite a bit of breeding. I've built a lot of fish rooms, kept a lot of fish. Um, saltwater, I'm not your guy. Um, plants, I'm barely your guy. I can tell you one or two things, but I'm not a big plant guy. But fish in general I can help with, or the systems in which we keep them, I can sure help with. Um, I've also worked in the fish industry for quite a while, either in mom and pop stores or on the wholesale and fish farm side, uh, large suppliers, things like that. So I can talk about all that stuff too. So I'm looking forward to a lively discussion. Um, and in a minute here, I'm going to kind of update you to start off on the website, let you know what we've done. A lot of you have given feedback and suggestions and asked questions which have helped us make the site better. So I kind of want to really briefly just report on what we've done so you know that we're listening and responding to that. And then we'll get into the general discussion. But first, Corey Boy says $9.99. You the man. Hey, thanks, Corey Boy. Glad to see you. Um, did the fish make it? <laughs> I'm, I'm just hoping the fish made it. Probably not yet. I haven't checked. It's been really busy. But thanks, Corey Boy. I appreciate the super chat. Um, and appreciate you being here and hanging out. And also just, uh, you know, being active in the community. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so Turbofish, I will answer your question in just a minute. Uh, but first, I want to give the report. So let me tell everyone where we're at. So we got the suggestion last week, I believe on uh, Sergeant Tank's live stream. And thanks again, Jeremy, for having us. 
where someone asked, hey, can you put saltwater up? So we added three categories, saltwater fish, um, saltwater corals, and saltwater invertebrates. So that's done. The problem is I don't have any pictures of that stuff I own. So if anyone listening has an image of a saltwater fish or a coral or, I don't know, an invert like a shrimp or a crab or something, that they would be willing to let us use as the thumbnail for that category at getgills.com, I would, I would greatly appreciate it. Let me show you what I'm talking about. So um, when you go to getgills.com, this is what you'll see. But if you kind of, and you can just scroll the latest postings, but if you want to browse, there's something specific you want to look for, you can browse by category. And most of these categories have nice thumbnail images to accompany them, but I'm missing a few. Koi, I still don't have. And then down here, I made these three saltwater categories, and I just don't have any pictures of saltwater stuff because I don't have any saltwater stuff. So um, if you're willing to share that with me so I can put it on there and make the site look better, uh, an email an image to dan at dansfish.com or dan at getgills.com, gills like fish gills, then um, I would be forever in your debt and appreciate it immensely and owe you a favor. Um, so that's, so we did add that, but I just couldn't add the thumbnails. Couple things that we're also working on is customizing shipping. Right now it's fine if you're in the United States, you can select several different shipping options, but we want to open this up worldwide. And so, and also make it so that you can kind of customize things. So right now the focus is on making it so it's easier to customize your shipping options. Right. And building that out is a little complicated, but we are working on that. And then the next big thing we're working on is making it so that you can actually ship your fish. If you're selling fish on getgills.com, you can ship your fish through our platform. So we're exploring those things. Um, one thing I do need to report that is not going to work is PayPal. A lot of folks has af have asked for it and we spent the last oh, couple weeks going back and forth with PayPal. PayPal does have a marketplace application that they're developing, but try as we might, they're just not willing to share it yet. They're not willing to let us use it yet. It's still a very new thing and they just haven't tested it enough. I think that they're confident with it. So they're rolling it out very, very limited to folks that have been with them for a long, long time and they have a great relationship with and they're just testing it with them. Uh, Get Gills is a brand new site and we don't we don't make that cut. So they're not going to let us uh, use that application, which maybe is a good thing because we can let someone else work the bugs out. But we did try and it's just not gonna work out. So I'm really sorry. I know a lot of you already have PayPal, you're familiar with it. Um, and I know that, you know, getting another platform, <laughs> onboarding another platform could be like, oh man, a little bit of work. But I do wanna say Stripe is glorious. I've set it up and anytime I sell a fish, I just see the money go into my account. I don't have to do any maintenance on it. So once it's set up, is just seamless. So Stripe has been great to work with. And that's the uh, API that we're using to do what you would do with PayPal on a peer-to-peer -peer tr uh, transaction, but that we can't do with PayPal on a marketplace transaction. So we're using Stripe. So I wanted to update you on that stuff. 
And really quickly, some other things that are a priority for us. It's mainly getting um, it so that you have better shipping options and it's easy to send fish right from the platform. So that's those are kind of the big things. So yeah, um, we've also spent the week since I last talked to you doing some things, uh, just mainly smoothing things out. Little bugs would pop up every now and then. And so we've been, as we've discovered those, we've been cleaning those up while working on the functionality that, that we need to, to make it kind of a one-stop place where you can sell the ship, <laughs> sell the ship, sell the fish, ship the fish, and do everything through the platform. So that's kind of the update. That's where we're at. Um, there's been lots of other suggestions as well. I have almost nine pages of like just a list of to-do stuff to keep working on the site. So if I didn't mention something that you asked for or that you we talked about, it's because it's not one of those uh, top things we're working on right now. But I have noted it and we will revisit that later and see if it's something that we want to put in to the, uh, into the site. But again, the, the major functionality of just making shipping as easy as possible, that's, that's our big focus right now because that's gonna give everyone a better experience, the seller and the buyer and, and just make things good. Not that it's not good now, it's comparable to anything else out there, I think, but we wanna make it to where it's like just delightful <laughs> to do that. So that's the update. Um, I'm going to scroll up through chat here, see what I missed. I know I missed some questions. And then um, I'll answer those and we'll go through. If anyone has any questions about anything fish related or about the site, um, you're welcome to ask them. Oh, I do want to show you some cool things. So last week, I think it was me and Petsotics were the only people selling on the site. But let me show you what we have now. We have uh, quite a bit going on for, oh, I'm showing you what? I'm showing you that? <laughs> Let's show you this. So we've got other things going. So a lot of people have joined the site. We have a lot of stores lined up ready to sell. And if you have stuff to sell or will have stuff to sell in the future, I invite you to come on and make your own store. And then also we've got things added. So potato, thank you for adding these awesome shrimp. Um, I think they look great. These blue dreams, I think these are awesome. And the cherry shrimp he has, they're a good deal. If you just need some basic cherry shrimp, a buck each, sounds awesome to me. Um, these red root floaters from HC Aqua, thank you HC. A beautiful little plant, Hawaii grown. If you watch the uh, Jimmy's video of uh, of the of HC Aqua's fish setup, then you probably some of, saw some of this in his tubs. Um, I've posted a few more things. Petsotics has quite a bit of dry goods. And then um, Wichita the, still has some of these available. These endlers are amazing. Wichita has bred these so that they breed pretty much true. And two pairs for 20 bucks. So that's 10 bucks a pair for uh, line bred endlers bred here in the United States, which is a lot more secure than getting them transshipped from Asia, which nothing against the Asian breeders at all, but you're likely not to get pure lines that throw pure offspring if you go that way. And then we got this little thing, an axolotl. 
which is super, super cool. Um, so I'm excited about that. Thank you, Axawaddle King, for posting that. So anyway, um, yeah, it's very exciting for me that people are using the site and finding it useful. And it's, uh, it's making my little heart happy. So thanks to everyone that's, that's participated in helping us get some stuff on the website. Appreciate it very much. Um, we're, we're getting to the point where pretty soon we're going to have some critical mass and be able to attract more buyers. So that's, that's kind of the next step. So we need to get a few more things on there, a few more sellers using the site, and then we'll have enough items that buyers will start paying more attention to the site. And then it's not just that things will be listed for sale. There'll be enough buyers that they actually sell in a reasonable amount of time. But right now it's kind of stocking up the inventory is what the site's doing. So thanks again for everyone. Um, all right, so let's see what I missed. Thanks again, Corey boy, for the super chat. Turbo fish. What's your go-to fish when you're burnout on the fish? We jump back to guppies. Yeah, guppies are a great one. For me, there have been a few times in my life where I've burned out on the hobby. Not usually because I was burned out, but because I like, I don't know, had to go to college. <laughs> it was hard to keep fish in a little college apartment, or I had to move to a different state and packing up the whole fish complex and moving it to another state was just not cost effective, things like that. So there have been times in my life where I just haven't been able to keep it up for some period of time. And the first fish I always get when I get back into it, the first, the thing that makes me be like, hey, I've got to set up some more tanks or set up some tanks again is killifish. And it's usually Fundulopanchak's gardener eye. And that's usually followed closely by Fundulopanchak's show stead eye, which is the blue Galaris. Just two fish that I kept early, early on in my fish keeping hobby. And so for me, it's just, they're, they're special. I love them. And there's a nostalgia that goes with it. So when I miss fish, those are the first ones that I usually miss. So yeah, for you, it's guppies. What is it for other folks? I bet for some folks, it's like mollies and things like that. I bet for some, it's cichlids. I bet there's some folks that are like, man, I miss my mabuna or something like that. I'm curious what that is for everyone else. Um, hey to everyone that said hi. Thanks. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. Candy Overhauls has a comment that's, again, at Dan's Fish. We'll get the comment read because it'll highlight it for me. So if you put at Dan's Fish in your comment, I'll get right to it. Candy Overhauls says, I have something for my salt water. Oh, awesome. Candy, if you would kindly send it to me, dan at dansfish.com or a link, um, that would be fabulous. Or dan at getgills.com, either one. Thanks. That's great, Candy. I, I could really use that koi and saltwater stuff. I just don't have it. Um, punchy, wait, wait. <laughs> Clams have legs, says Punchy. And then she says, showing my age, probably no one will get that one. I'm sorry, Punchy. I, I confess, I did not get that one. <laughs> what is that from? Someone let me know. Um, hey, it looks like we got another super chat. So that's awesome. Let me scroll right to that. G Cunningham, 10 bucks. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Always appreciated. Never required super chats, but always appreciated. It just lets me know that um, that that people are finding value in this, and it makes my wife 
super happy. So thank you, G. Cunningham. I really appreciate that. Um, all right. Going to go back to where we have some questions and comments coming in. Jeff Rose. No problem. Dan's fish is a good dude. Well, thanks, Jeff Rose. <laughs> Martin says, what's up? Left your stream to go to work. Made it. Now watching Dan. Thanks for the suggestion. I never get to catch live streams, but working swings this week. Well, Martin, I'm glad you made it here. And if your schedule ever changes, I'm sure we'll see you over at Jeff Rose uh, live streams. So, yeah, Jeff Rose is uh, is helping me out. I've helped him out. I, I feel like it's a good thing. So glad you could make it. Uh, right now, how it is, Jeff Rose does his live stream and then sends folks here. But it used to be that I, I live streamed before Jeff Rose and the opposite would happen. It just depends on scheduling. So appreciate you doing that, Jeff Rose. Real thing for you, fish tanks. I'm trying to get everything ready to sell on Get Gills. Awesome. Well, I'm excited that you're doing that. And real thing, and anyone else, if you need any help, anytime you do something for the first time, it's there's going to be questions, right? So I'm available. If, if you have questions about how to post fish, how to create an account, how to set your shipping options, anything you need, or like how to ship fish, you're nervous about that and need someone to help you walk you through it. I'm around. I will make the time. I'm happy to do it. I like doing it. You're not bothering me. Please feel free to reach out and I will. Um, we can do it by email or I'll get on the phone if you need or we'll do a video chat session. Whatever we need to get you set up, we'll take care of that. So real thing, whenever you're ready, if you need it, I'm around. Um, looks like I. Hey, Bob, thank you. Bob says with a $20 super chat. Woo. Will Lumpy Dog be with us tonight? No mod. Someone asked for a link to the site. Ooh, Lumpy Dog. Well, I think this is the time when we mod up Candy. All right, Candy, you're modded up. So Candy and I have had a discussion and um, decided that once we get to the point where we we do need another mod on the channel that she would be happy to do it so candy thank you for volunteering and it's happened so uh candy if you would link a uh post a link to getgills.com it sounds like someone was asking for it bob thank you for letting me know bringing that to our attention i really appreciate it and if anyone else out there is like wants to be a mod if you would just contact me privately, not during the stream, um, that could get awkward, but contact me privately, let me know, and um, I'll be happy to talk to you about that. I do wanna let you know though, I'm trying to keep mods to a minimum. Basically, I, I just don't want the confusion of lots of mods, and I want a mod position to mean something. And I feel like sometimes um, if there's lots and lots of mods on a channel, then being a mod isn't isn't as meaningful. And I'm not, I, I really don't mean any disrespect to how any other channels do anything, but that's just my philosophy and how I want to do it here. So even if you're my favorite person in the world and I want to mod you really badly, um, we're not gonna do it until the until the need gets until there's a need, right? Um, but I can get you on the list if you're interested. So I just want to say that so anyone out there who has been with me for a long time and is, you know, helping every week and all that isn't wondering why I didn't mod them. It's because Candy reached out and we, we had a discussion 
and I'm, I'm happy to do the same for you too. But again, I'm not going to mod. I'm only going to have as many mods as we actually need. Put it that way. I just think it makes for a smoother experience. So, all right. So Candy, if you could post that and uh, welcome to uh, the mod club, Candy Overhauls. Um, <clears throat> and I wonder where Lumpy is. He, he doesn't usually fail. So I'll check after the live stream, make sure he's all right. Hangar at Dancefish. Hi, Rosie Barb Fry are still doing good. Awesome. They're eating baby brine shrimp now. So Bob, you've got it made. If you've got them big enough to where they're eating baby brine shrimp, you're going to raise them. Um, as long as water quality is kept up, you're home free. It's just a, it's just a matter of time now. So for those that don't remember, Bob had a surprise batch of golden barb fry. <laughs> it was in your community tank, right? You were like graveling, graveling the vacuum. <laughs> he was graveling the vacuum, vacuuming the gravel, gravel vacuuming and uh, found some golden barb fry and it, it's totally unprepared for it, but it looks like it worked out, Hangar. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Um, yeah, you're home free, man. If they're eating baby brine, it's just keeping them fed and keeping it clean and, and you're good now. All right, Jeff Rose, since Lubby Dog isn't here, we don't have a moderator. I recommend candy. Oh yeah, perfect. Look at that. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff Rose. <laughs> Great minds think alike, right? <laughs> Tampa Tom, who tried to do it, Dan's Fish, but it didn't quite highlight, but I caught it here, Tampa. Um, when my guppy gives birth about 50 fry, why are three or four of them albino? I've never had an albino guppy before. So alb albinism, <laughs> albinoism, albinism, is a recessive trait and it's a simple recessive gene. So if, if there's albinism in the genetics of the male and female, then the male and female might not show that. They don't look like it. But when they breed, if each one contributes an albino gene, then you'll have some albino babies show up. Even if it's just buried deep back, back, back in their genetics. So... It's just a simple recessive trait that every now and then the two recessives end up hitting together in an albino forms. It's kind of like people. If, um, if there's two people with brown hair and one of their kids is born blonde, it doesn't mean that there was, you know, someone out at the woodpile. What it means is that what it usually means, hopefully is that, um, both of those people have blondes in their family at some point, And even though they aren't blonde, their kid could be blonde. So it's the same kind of simple recessive trait. So sometimes those traits are buried deep and, um, and it's not very likely that they appear. So it can be a surprise when they do. So that's, that's what happened there in a simple recessive it's usually a 25% chance that you'll see some albinos. Now, the reason it, in guppies, it's not necessarily a 25% chance is that a female guppy can be fertilized by several different males. So if she was hit by several males, 
then you have 25% probability of her egg meeting with that male's milt creating an albino. But there's also probability that her egg will be fertilized by the milt of different males. Or I guess internal fertilization, it wouldn't even be milt. It's just sperm at that point. Um, so that's where it gets more complicated with live bearers. Does that make sense? If, if she was fertilized by only one male, then it's a 25% chance that she's going to have albino babies. But if she spawned with more than one male, it's that 25% chance diluted by the factor of however many other males she was fertilized by. So I, I hope that came out in a way that made sense. <laughs> but, but that's why, Tampa Tom, that's why. And that's why sometimes it'll surprise you, like you've, you've had this fish for a while, never seen albinos, and then suddenly an albino appears and it's like, whoa, what happened? That's why. Um, Pebs 13, my nano Corey looks huge in the stomach. Ooh, bloat or pregnant seems happy. That's hard to tell Pebs 13. Um, and it's especially hard to tell without a picture or something. I mean, bloat happens. A female Corey can get pretty full of eggs. And I have no way of telling you which one it is. If it's at all lopsided, if one side is more bloated or distended than the other, then it's a problem for sure. If it's pretty symmetrical, it might not be a problem. She might be really full of eggs. So um, something that might work is if you just do like a 50% water change and put in water that is slightly cooler, she might just spawn for you and then you'll know. If she has any pine coning, then, then she's got a problem. But Corys don't usually pine cone, just the way their armor is and their scales are. I don't usually see them pine coning, so that might not actually work for you now that I think about it. Um, Pebs, I, I, I can't give you much more information without seeing a picture. And I'm very, very reluctant to, to even then make a call because it's probably not going to be something I can even tell from a picture. But for sure, if it's lopsided, one side more than the other, it's for sure a problem. Um, all right. G Cunningham, thank you again. 54 Punchy says it was fancy goldfish for me that got her back in the hobby. Had to get a tank of goldies, even with over 20 tanks of tropicals. <laughs> I think that's what she's referring to. Um, all right. All righty, let's see here. Oh, clams have legs. We have the answer. 54 Punchy says, it's from an old BC cartoon that used to run in the comic section of the Sunday paper. It was a running joke on that cartoon. Gads, I'm old. <laughs> well, now we know <laughs> where that was from. Um, again, for anyone that's newly joining us and doesn't know the drill, if I've skipped your question or your comment, it's because it didn't highlight for me. So if you have a question or comment for me, please put at Dan's fish somewhere in your comment and it'll highlight for me and I can jump right to it. And that way it just makes the stream flow a little more, uh, less boringly because <laughs> your comments pop right out and I don't have to scroll looking for them and have a bunch of dead air 
is I scroll. So that's why we do that. So if I'm missing you, it's not because I mean to, it's because it hasn't highlighted for me. In that case, please just do it again um, and you know have it highlight. If it happens like three or four times and I'm not getting it, just do it all caps. I'll see that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. And, and Candy, if you notice that I'm missing someone, uh, if you would call that to my attention, that could help out too. All right. So Philly Man Pete, any experience with keeping or breeding Beta albomarginata? Yeah, quite a bit. Same as Beta chinoides, same as Beta rubra. So, um, and I've currently got, I don't know if it's a hundred Beta rubra right now, but a lot. I have three spawns that one is pretty small still. The other two are pretty much, pretty much reliably sexable at this point. They're getting there, but they're, I find them very simple to spawn. A couple challenges you're going to encounter with those species. Um, if your source is wild caught fish, then what you're getting is a very hardy fish, but one that has spent its life in an extremely acidic environment. We're talking pH of, I don't know, between 3.5 to maybe 5. Really, really acidic. In those environments, ammonia does not exist because it's, I don't know, ionized or whatever it's called. It's ammonium instead in those acidic environments, which is much less toxic. And bacteria, a lot of disease-causing bacteria don't exist. So when we get those beta album marginata from the wild and we put them in our aquariums, we're putting them in an, an environment that's awash with bacteria and has ammonia and nitrite in it. And it might be the fish's first time in its entire life encountering those things. So that's the first thing to be aware of. They're a very hardy fish, but they do need to be kept clean. Um, they do need to be kept in, I would say a really well-aged aquarium is a plus because then you don't have the ammonia and nitrite problem and just keep them, keep them really clean, especially as they settle in. If they're captive born and bred, then they're just hardy from the beginning. But if they're wild, you'll have that problem. So if you can get them and again, they're hardy, but they're just, uh, they have that issue. But if you can get them and get them going, the other thing is they have a very honed in prey drive, the wild ones. I've never got them to eat pellets or um, flakes or things like that. If they're wild caught, I've only ever got them to eat frozen food and live food. Now, I'm not saying that's how it is for everyone. Other people might have different experience than I do, but that's been my experience. If they're captive born and bred, they eat flakes, they eat pellets, they eat frozen live, they eat everything, but the wild fish don't. So if you get wild fish, keep them clean, feed them well on frozen and live foods. And in short order, they'll spawn for you. They just, they're, they want to spawn. They want a dark kind of secluded place. If you can put a flower pot in there, or if you have a corner with dense plants in it, and you can put the flower pot in there to give them some privacy, they'll usually go in there and spawn. They're different than most bettas because the female drives the spawning process. The male incubates the eggs. And so once they're done spawning, you need to remove the female. It's easier on the male. Or you can remove the male. Um, but if you can, 
set them up in a separate tank that has no other fish in it, let them spawn, and then remove the female. That'll be easier for the male. You don't want to move him when he's got a mouthful. You can, I've done it, but he's more likely to spit and be stressed. It's just not a good time for him, right? So once they hatch in, oh, I want to say two weeks-ish, depending on temperatures and things, maybe three, depending on temperature and things, once they hatch and the male spits them out, then remove the male. The babies will be big enough to eat baby brine shrimp, microworms, all kinds of stuff. Um, it's not too early to start them on crushed flakes in the rotation, crushed pellets. So vinegar eels rotate. I mean, I would give them a few feedings of live food every day, but I would also start putting in the dried foods and the prepared foods so that they grow up used to that. So they're easier to feed as adults. Um, so that's kind of the trick with them. Couple things about wild bettas. They jump like crazy. The lid has to be sealed. And I mean, sealed like if there's a crack or a hole big enough for the betta to fit through, it'll, it'll fit through it and they jump. The other thing is the males, as soon as you put them back in with the female, they'll often spawn again immediately. And that's a problem because this male just went two to three weeks without eating because it was holding the eggs in its mouth and incubating them. And so if it does that, it'll eventually starve to death. So what you want to do is when you remove the male, put him somewhere where he can bulk up and get his fat reserves back before you put him back in with the female. That's, that's one of the main differences with this species than other species. So those are kind of my experiences. Um, they're not an extremely fast growing fish. It takes the fry a little while, but if you keep the water clean and keep food in front of them, you'll get some decent growth. It's, it's, it's all about how much food you're feeding and how clean the water is. So Philly man, Pete, that's my experience with, um, that type of wild betta, whether it's Alba marginata, rubra, chinoides, uh, that, that kind of group, they all, they all, as far as I've encountered of those three species, pretty much spawn the same way. It's the same story. And by the way, they're gorgeous. I mean, I would recommend anyone try wild type mouth brooding bettas. Um, not all of them are gorgeous. Some of them like betta pugnax, it's an interesting fish. It's, it doesn't have bright, bright colors. It has a neat sheen to the throat and the gills and things. And it's a big fish and it has personality, but it's not necessarily gorgeous. Alba marginata, that's gorgeous. Chinoides and rubra, those are stunningly colored. But give them a try, they're, they're an interesting fish. They do okay in my experience in community tanks as well. Um, as long as they're not kept with something that's too boisterous, they're not as quick to the food as say rainbow fish. Um, they're not timid or anything. They're just not a quick swimmer like a typical betta. Yeah. So anyway, Philly man, Pete, if you have any, um, any follow-up questions or need any clarification on those, I'd be happy to talk to you about them. One of my favorite fish ever. They're awesome. Oh, gee. Hey, Philly Man Pete. Thank you. $10 super chat. Thanks for the knowledge. Friendly fishmonger. You're welcome, Philly Man Pete. Thank you. Thank you for the super chat. Um, never required. Always appreciate it. Thanks so much for being here. All right. Let's see what else we got. Um, Dink tanks at Dan's Fish. Any chance of an amphibian section on Get Gills? No rush, but just wondering. Uh, Dink, let me ask you... So a little bit, I mean, I have axwaddles on there, right? 
in like you know i could see like dwarf frogs and you know there are some things that really cross from the herp hobby into the aquarium hobby i i think for now dank um i think the answer is if you have something like that that you would like to post to just list it under other at this early stage i don't want the identity of the site to get too muddy but i think that Anything that can be kept in an aquarium that's more or less aquatic, that kind of crosses that line, that's fine. I don't think we'll do as... Oh, maybe we would do... You know what? Maybe we will, Dink. Maybe we'll make a section called Aquatic Amphibians to kind of clarify that a little bit. Let me make a note. That would work. What I don't want is I don't want um, a bunch of terrestrial uh, herps, amphibians, reptiles, and things posted on there just because then the the identity of the site gets gets muddy yeah so i'm going to make an aquatic amphibian section i think that'll that'll be clear what that is right without crossing the line because we still keep those in aquariums in the sites for um basically aquarium fish and supplies, but I'm, I'm thinking aquarium critters. So yeah, thanks for asking that. I had not considered that before. Um, alrighty. So let's see what else we got. Abu, what's in the flask? Well, there's a reason I'm slurring my words, Abu. No, it's just water. Um, I slur. <laughs> Just good old Sheridan tap water. So, Abu, I'm guessing that the fish didn't make it yet. I I confess I've been kind of <laughs> crazy busy today, so I, I didn't check the tracking number. But um, I'm guessing they didn't make it, or I probably would have heard from you. So maybe tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right. So, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> It's been busy. There's there's a lot of iteration going on. There's never a dull moment. There's a lot of questions and things to respond to. Every now and then someone trying to use GetGills will just run into a bug that, that despite all the testing and other people using it, hasn't arisen before just because of the specific situation of that person. And so we're, we're, you know, visiting and getting those fixed as quick as we can to help them get on board and things like that. So it has been busy. But it's been delightful. Like I am having more fun than I've had in a long time. I love this stuff. I love the hobby. I love the Get Gills website. I'm very excited. I'm stoked. So, um, but, but I am sorry, Abu, that I didn't check that tracking number yet. So yeah. Oh, they arrived. Perfect. Great. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Awesome. So, so far this week, all the fish that I've sent and that I've heard back about had made it in good shape. So it's, so it's been a good year. We're doing, we're doing pretty good. That's awesome. Abu, thanks so much. Dan has been super generous and kind. Oh, you're welcome, man. I hope you have good luck with them. I, I want to see you succeed with that species and I'm here to help if you have questions or anything down the road. So no worries, man. Glad, glad you're around. Glad you're part of this. So, um, oh, Mr. Humboldt Park. Hey, Dan, it's Juan, the Axwaddle King. Hey, so um, you missed it, Juan, but I showed people your posting at getgills.com a little earlier. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for posting up there. And uh, 
Yeah, glad to have you around. Welcome to the uh, to the platform, man. Glad to have you. So for those that are new, uh, one, you probably don't know this, but if you have a question or comment that you need me to see, if you'd make it at Get Gills, that'd be so greatly appreciated because then it'll highlight and I can see it right away. And um, yeah, then I can respond and make sure I get to it. So yeah, so now you know, now you know. Uh, Abu Aziz says, customer for life. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, I do my best. I mean, I take it seriously. I, I think those that have followed me a while know this, but for anyone new, um, I take caring for the animals and shipping them in a way that they have the absolute best chance of getting somewhere in good shape very seriously. Um, it takes a lot of time for me to pack a box. It's not just throw them in a bag, band them up and, and be done. Um, there's a lot that goes into it and it's always really nice when, when that pays off and the customer has a good experience, the fish has a good experience and, and therefore I have a good experience. So I'm, I'm glad it's working out. Um, okay. So I reached, let me just make sure. Yeah. So Pebs 13 is going night, night. Well, good night. Sweet dreams. Um, I'm going to, I've missed, I've missed, I've re read, got to, reacted to all the highlighted stuff. So I know I missed some stuff. So I'm going to do that thing where I scroll down. So pardon me if there's a little dead air occasionally as I look here. Candy Overhaul says frogs should be on get gills. Yeah. Um, okay. So was my solution satisfactory enough? <laughs> a, um category for aquatic amphibians but then if they're like poison dart frogs they're not aquatic jeez oh, yeah um i will say this once i have let me say this okay once we have get gills dialed in to be perfect or as close to it as we can get at selling aquatic organisms, then we'll start creating that experience for the other stuff as well. I can't do it all at once though. And there are some differences in, in how that has to happen. So yeah, I don't know how much I can talk about this other than to say it's on my mind I just don't know how far I can take getgills.com that direction without breaking its identity and its niche. And yeah, so let me just say we're dialing that in as tight as we can, and then we'll start looking at how to service some other, some other things, because I'm a fan of herps as well. I, I raise corn snakes. I've had chameleons and frogs and mountain horned lizards and all kinds of things and bred all kinds of reptiles. And they're, they're dear to my heart, but I just don't know how far I can get into terrestrials without losing the identity of the website. So, but, but I haven't forgot about reptiles and herbs. Let's just say that. All right. Just going to scroll for a minute and see what I missed that um, <clears throat> just because it wasn't addressed to me or didn't highlight. Sometimes people do it 
and it doesn't highlight. Speaking of which, where's Mile High Plecos tonight? He's the one I usually think of when stuff doesn't highlight, because when he does at Dan's Fish, it never highlights. Wichita Falls, I've never used Stripe before, but it was easy to set up. It really is. It's, it's one form, you throw in some information, and you're set up, and you pretty much never have to worry about it again. So what was it, Wichita? Under five minutes to set that up, right? I would assume. Um, something like that. <laughs> Pitsonics, frogs only have gills as tadpoles. Oh, no, now we're... <laughs> of which they disappear through. Yeah, yeah, and then they become lungs. Yeah, but... Since frogs do have gills at some point. Oh, you guys, you're going to drive me nuts. <laughs> you're going to find all the edge cases, aren't you? You know, there is an animal that I think would be awesome to have in, a, in an aquarium. There's some aquatic snakes, freshwater aquatic snakes. And I've always thought that would be really cool. But yeah, let me let me figure out the fish, the uh, plants, the whoa, something happened. The um, shrimp, you know, that's let me figure out the aquarium world first. It's a big enough job for the next couple months, at least, or, or however long it takes. And then and then we'll because basically the platform we have is ideal for um, anything perishable, right? Whether that's fish or reptiles or whatever, with all the shipping options and how it packages it at the end. That's what it was designed for. So I can see it having application in other areas, too. Um, so it's only fair to allow tadpoles, says Bob. Oh, you guys. <laughs> I hear you. I also need to talk to my partner uh, and see what they think about, about all this, too. Yeah. Pebs13, send some pics might help. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I'll take a look and I appreciate the effort. Um, even if I can't use them, I appreciate you trying. And hey, who knows? Maybe they'll be awesome. Uh, Adrian was asking for a link to the website. I think uh, Candy Overhauls probably put that down below. I'm sure she did. All right. Bob Kaler, planning to begin adding for sale items this weekend. Amazing, Bob. Thank you. And I'm around to help if you need that. Although... This weekend, yeah, it might take me just a little while to get back to you because um, I'm helping out with the film festival this weekend. For those of you that don't know, I'm in the entertainment business and um, that's kind of what I do. But, um, you know, when I'm not doing this. So, but if you run into an issue, Bob, just let me know. And the moment I have a break, I'll get back to you. But if it's not, but if it takes a little while, that's why. We don't need any stinky mods, says Real Thing for you. <laughs> well, I'm sure Candy Overhauls is anything but stinky, so we don't have stinky mods. <laughs> um, candy for president. Yep. All right. All right, and this is the dead air I was talking about. So let me scroll down to the bottom, see if there's any other questions or comments. All right, here we go. So Candy at Dancefish, Dank has gorgeous dart frogs is the only reason I said something. What you said is understandable. Yeah, and I, yeah. Oh. 
I just have to mull it over candy. I mean, there's good arguments both sides. I, I get it. It's like, but frogs are aquatic in some sense. Like if someone put newts, I'd be like, totally. Or fire-bellied toads, I'd be like, yeah, totally. Those are pretty much aquatic animals, right? So we're, yeah. I got to think about it and talk to my partner. I Honestly, the thought had never crossed my mind as far as doing that on on the website specifically for aquarium stuff. But I need to wrap my head around it. Uh, Petsotics. Dan is very helpful. I've emailed him in the middle of the night because my work and business schedule was crazy. And he got back to me right away. I was not expecting him to get back till the next day, but he got back to me right away. Yeah. If I'm up and I'm with my technology, I'll get back to you immediately. Especially if you're like trying to get something done, because I know how frustrating it is when you're trying to get something done and you hit a wall. Like, I think there was a bug petsotics that we discovered and we had to figure out, right? So sorry about the bug. It happens with the new site though. And um, yeah, I want to make sure you aren't just like, this is horrible. (laughs) I hit a wall and now I'm frustrated. So if I can, I'll get back immediately. And there's been a lot of late nights. So there's been a lot of late night messages I've jumped on because when you're doing this kind of thing, um, it takes a lot of time. So there's been a lot of late nights for sure. Potato, if you keep going too far, people will start making the argument that reptiles need to be there. I'll stick with full aquatic. Yeah, I see both sides. I totally see both sides. Yep. Um, I mean, I know what the long-term solution is. My partner and I have already planned for it. I don't know just short-term exactly what it is though. But long-term, we're gonna take care of the reptile people for sure. Um, yeah, I'll just, yeah. Quartz, quartz. I think you should keep sparkling garami. I have, I love them. So I kept sparkling garamis. I kept some licorice garamis. They're amazing, amazing fish. They don't make for great video just because they do best in like tannic water that, um, has somewhat subdued light on it and things. So they're hard to share video with people. And they, they like to be like in the leaves on the bottom of the tank. Like if you put in oak tree leaves or Indian almond leaves and stuff like that, where they come from, they might have like several inches of just tree leaves at the bottom of their habitat that they'll go burrow in and things. And, and so they're awesome fish. I love them. I've kept them. I've never bred them successfully. So that's an itch I still need to scratch. When, when I'm not able to breed a species, it's like the gauntlet's been thrown down and I'm like, oh, okay, I got to try again. So I'll keep them again, Quartz Quartz, for sure. Um, they're amazing. All those sparkling garamis and the licorice garamis and things. But um, I'm trying to figure out how I'd make good videos so I could share it with you guys. So that's a consideration. But yeah, so Quartz, do you keep those? And what's your experience been with them? I mean, I think they're awesome, but I'm curious what, what you've experienced. And if you found a way to get them so they're kind of out and about and, and all that. I guess actually the sparkling garamis tend to be more out and about than like licorice garamis. So they're not quite as difficult. All right. RDC Red Dirt Cichlid. Hello, my fish peeps. Love the shipping video. Cool. Thank you. I'm glad you liked the video. Thanks for being here. Glad to have you on board. 
Bob Kaler, I think we'll be okay. I post adoptive pets to three adoption sites for a pet shelter. If I need, I'll ask. So yeah, I used to, um, for those that don't know, I worked my way through college at an animal hospital in Southern California called Studio Studio City Animal Hospital. And if you're around there, I can highly recommend it. I worked there for many years. The people there really care about the animals and they... They love what they do. They're knowledgeable. And it's one of the last independent animal hospitals in the area. Most of them have all been bought up by corporations. Um, So Studio City Animal Hospital, if you're in the market. But there was, we serviced the Rare Animal Rescue Network there called RARN, which was mainly reptiles. So lots of iguanas, big monitors, there was this weird case where someone received a package, opened it, and there was cobras in it. And so Rarn had to help with that. Like someone tried to kill someone by mailing them cobras. I kid you not. The police were involved. Is this real messy thing. But yeah, I've got a soft spot for reptiles. I have a sp- soft spot for animal rescue. Um, if you can ever adopt instead of buy, do what you will. But that's always my preference. So... I hear you, Bob. Uh, it's a good cause, and I'm, I'm glad you're involved. Now I understand the dogs. <laughs> the dogs you, you talk about. Quartz, quartz says, can they be kept together? So quartz, um, are you talking about Beta Alba Marginata and Sparkling Garamis? Let me know what you're thinking about. What, what are you asking can be kept together, and I could help you a little more. Yeah. All right, so um, we'd love to be able to buy dang start frogs. Get over gills, says Priscilla. <laughs> I hear you. I do see get herp in the future. Real thing, I might or might not already own the domain name. <laughs> or a domain name, get herp. It's like get herpes, you know, it's a little, uh, but there might already be a donate domain name out there that, that yeah. Um, potato at RDC red dirt cichlids. She gets it almost out of expectation. Even if she doesn't want it, she gets it. Cool. Um, all right. So folks, Mr. Humboldt Park says this site has great potential. I agree. Um, I made it because I think there's a need for it. I think there's a real need for it. It's something I've been wanting for a long time as someone in the hobby. I could never find it. So I was like, well, we're going to build it. So that's how it came out. So hopefully the need I felt for it is shared by lots of other people. And I think that's the potential of the site. Yeah. Um, 54 Punchy. Wait, 54, did you say that you got... 54 Punchy, it has taken me five months to hit 200. I'm assuming that's 200 subs to your channel, of which I believe I'm one. I know I go and watch your videos. If I haven't subbed 54, I'll do that right after this stream. Um, I, I remember watching the video of like your outdoor pond system and everything. 
your outdoor tubbing and all that. I'm fully jealous. That was, that was awesome. And I don't think I'm confusing you with someone else. I'm pretty sure I remember that one and, and some of the others as well. So I enjoy your channel. Um, I'll check and see if I'm subbed. I thought I was, but I will double check and I will sub 54 if I'm not, because I think what you do is pretty cool. And congrats on 200. <clears throat> and I think it took me like a year, year and a half maybe, I can't remember, to hit a thousand. So it's it's a long haul and just keep putting out the content. You'll find your people. And, and don't worry about like, well, people aren't gonna like this. Um, I need to be more entertaining. I need to do this. I need to do that. There are people who are looking for you. Like there are people that go to YouTube that are looking for you or anyone else. Just keep putting out the content and your people will find you. So that's, that's my best advice for YouTube. I, I don't think you have to do any, I mean, you could growth hack and do all these things, but I think that the best long-term sustainable trick for YouTube is do what you enjoy doing by just being who you are and not worrying about it. And the people that relate to that will find you and they are out there. I mean, there are, I don't know, billions of people that use YouTube. So just statistically, there is a massive audience out there for you. So keep at it, Candy. I love what you do. Keep doing it. Can or Candy, I'm sorry, Punchy, Pam. <laughs> sorry, I was reading Candy's next comment. <laughs> so this is why, so I say words wrong a lot during these live streams. And my, my little brother makes fun of me for it so much. But the reason is, is because I come from the world of entertainment. And in my world, I don't want any dead time because dead time equals death. That's who I am, right? That's again, not who everyone is. And I'm not saying you have to worry about that, but I worry about that. And so as I finish up one thing, I'm already looking for the next thing. So there isn't a gap. And when I do that, man, my brain does some funky stuff. So, <laughs> um, Candy Overhaul says, I agree with Mr. Humboldt Park. I'm excited for this site and for this amazing community. Oh, and that reminds me, because Candy's part of it, I would like to introduce you all to our Facebook page, Forget Gills, which I totally forgot to do. Sorry, I meant to do this. So let me go here and show this to you. So here it is. We have now made and gone live with our Facebook page. We've got about 89 members. I mean, it's just kind of starting, but there's something happening every day on it. So Mondays, Candy uh, does some like funny cartoons and memes and stuff. Um, Tuesday, we post something informative. So this last week, it was about this really cool fish, which is a goodyid. So it's a live bearer. It's internally fertilized, but it lays eggs. Um, it's in Nevada. It's right here in the United States. It's a really interesting fish. So things like that. So the purpose of this site is so that the fish community has a place to go to, yes, talk about getgills.com if they have a question about how to do something on the site or if they have a good experience with a the seller, they can post it there. If they have a bad experience, they can share it there and the seller can respond so that we just understand both sides. Um, we're going to be respectful, tone matters, and I'm going to be... 
on it like right, like white on rice if that stuff starts going sideways. But it's a place to get information about the site, but it's also a place for just general hobbyist discussion about the aquarium hobby and for information and things like that. So I don't want to like do nothing if no one wants to talk about get gills. I want to make it interesting and informative and fun for the hobby in general. So that's what this site is. It's yes about the website and how to use it and helping people with that, but it's also just about about having fun and enjoying our hobby. So if you would like to um, join the website or sorry the Facebook page, get gills, you're invited to. Never required, always appreciated. All right, so thanks, Candy. You reminded me of that. Uh, Candy was one of our very, very first members there, and she's helping out with the Facebook page. And by the way, there's a couple other things that I need to get going on that page. Um, one thing is I'm looking for someone who wouldn't mind once a week posting something informative, like an article about an endangered species or a, a breakthrough in the hobby or a newly described species or um, something going on on the Jingu River or whatever, just some kind of like informative article. So I'm looking for that. I like to do that a couple times a week. Um, that's the main thing I'm looking for right now. On Fridays, I post there a update so everyone knows what's changed with the website, what updates we've made, what uh, where we're at as we're building out the new things that people are waiting for. And on Wednesdays, I'll highlight a different seller on GetGills. Um, someone who's sold there and so we can kind of meet the people behind the stores at getgills.com. So that's kind of what it is right now, what's happening on the site. Um, all right. Thanks, Candy, for reminding me of that, even though, <laughs> even though you might not have meant to. That's where my brain went. Quartz, quartz, <clears throat> a dance fish. Yay, it worked. I keep the sparkling gourami and I find them to be super personable once they get over being used to my tank. So once they settle in, cool. They're always out investigating the whole tank, sparkling licorice gourami. Cool. That's cool. I need to change my setup then because my experience with them, not sparkling, sparkling gouramis, I, you know, have been out and about, but my experience with the licorice gouramis has been a little bit timid. Um, kind of finding their curled up leaf and going and hanging out in that. And I would see them at feeding time, but not much else. So I need to change the environment and experiment then. Because if it's like, if it's a case where once they settle in, they're confident and out and about, mine never really got to that point. But if yours have, that means I can make that happen too. I just need to make some changes. So next time I do it, I'll set it up a little differently. And I did not have dithers in with them. They're such slow moving fish um, that I was worried about them being out competed by dithers. So what I need to do as well is find another out, out and about fish that could dither them that's also kind of slow moving and compatible. I think that would help. So um, Quartz, thanks for sharing your experience with that. Now I know that I have some work to do with that species in order to get them to the point where I want to get them. Um, Alrighty. Chef Hannibal, 
Welcome back. Um, Chef Hannibal is the poster child for cannibalism. Always glad to have you around. <laughs> Rack of 440 breeders or 620 gallon longs. General opinion, thanks. Um, so I'll let others chime in on this. My question is, what are you trying to do? So is it important that you have lots of different tanks because you want to keep lots of different species and they can't all go together. So if you had forties, you couldn't keep as many. Are you trying to breed fish? Um, so you need lots of tanks so that you can keep pairs and then a tank of grow out batch number one and another tank for growing out batch number two and all that. Or are you trying to do a display where you can just have beautiful fish and enjoy them? So that's kind of my question. If it's display, me personally, I would go with the 40 gallons just because the larger tank, you'll be able to get more of each type of fish in there. And in general, I know there's a lot of species that aren't social and don't need this, but in general, a lot of fish species, there's a whole new world of them that you'll see when you get a nice group of them. Their behavior will become completely different than if you just have one or two or a small group. So the larger tank would allow you, I think, to see more natural behavior. Um, and you can do more, there's just more space, so you can do some more in it. A 20 long, I mean, they're kind of the same length, right? They're both three feet, I believe. So it's that extra depth of the 40 gallon, though, that, that really helps you out. So if it's display, I think I would go with the 40 gallon. If it's breeding, then it just depends on the species and the type of fish you're into. So let me know a little more about that, uh, Chef Hannibal, and, and maybe I can help you a little more. Okay, I'm going to try to say this right. Of Deloriac Peterson. Of Deloriac, did I do it? Let me know how I did there. Um, thanks for the live stream, Dance Fish. Well, thank you for being here. Thanks for participating. And... Um, Hey, if I can finally get Viola's name, voila, then I'll get yours eventually. Just let me know how I did there. RDC Red Dirt Cichlids set requests on Get Gills. Oh, cool. On the Facebook page? Cool. I'll add you after the stream and after I make sure that I'm subbed to can uh, to, I did it again, to um, 54 Punchies. <laughs> YouTube channel. Bob Kaler, did you see this dance fish? Priscilla MK Art. What about animals that aren't legal in the States? Is there an option to select state or deselect them? No, but it's coming. So that is something that we are doing for two reasons. One is that reason. And the other is weather. So if you, there are some people that are uncomfortable shipping to, I don't know, say Wyoming in the dead of winter. So they would not want to make that an option. They're perfectly comfortable selling to, I don't know, California, Florida, Alabama, you know, that area. But they don't want to ship to somewhere like Wyoming where it's negative. It can be sometimes like negative 35 degrees in the winter. So yeah, that's an option that we're aware of. It's not It's not the very, very top of the list just because basic functionality 
is at the top of the list right now. But yes, that's a good question. And I did not see that, can't, um, now I'm Bob, um, I did not see Priscilla's question. And I'm silly, I'm sorry, Priscilla. Oh, there it is. It wasn't highlighted. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, Priscilla, that I missed that. Um, one more reminder, if you have a question or comment directly for me, if you can include at Dan's Fish in the comment, as you've seen other people doing, like Bob here in this uh, comment that I'm answering right now, this question that I'm answering right now, then uh, I will be able to jump right on it and see it. So yes, it's in the works for now in the terms and conditions. We basically state that if I'm buying a fish, I'm not going to purchase anything that's illegal in Wyoming. That's that's the contract that I agree to as a user of GetGills when I sign up for it. I say, okay, I won't buy any animals that are illegal for me to keep here in my local area. Um, so that's what we have for now. But yes, we want to accentuate that. Um, and, you know, if once get gills is dialed in and, and, and as we've talked about earlier in this stream, herps come on board, that's going to become pretty darn important. Yeah. And you know what, right now people don't have that. Like, uh, I don't know of any site that does that. Like kingsnake.com, they don't have that. Aquabid, no, I don't think eBay has it. I don't think Amazon has it. I could be wrong, but yeah, it's a good idea. And it's something that we're definitely cognizant of. Mr. Humboldt Park. What's a good fish to keep with quarries? Almost anything that is also a good citizen. So quarry dories are the perfect citizen in an aquarium. They don't bother other fish. They school up really nicely with each other. They don't really have exposed teeth, so they can't bite other fish and damage them, and they wouldn't want to anyway. The only thing that they'll do is if it can actually fit in their little mouth, they'll suck it up and eat it, right? But barring anything that small, you can keep it with them. Until you get to the point where you're keeping stuff that's going to be aggressive to the quarry, it's almost always the case of the other fish hurting the quarries versus the quarries hurting any other fish. So quarries are a perfect citizen. Any other fish that is a good citizen and isn't small enough to go through that little mouth, there are a few diminutive species that I guess that could happen. Um, then you could keep them with them. So almost everything. The other thing to be aware of though, is that quarries feed on the bottom. And so food has to get to the bottom. So I have had trouble keeping them with barbs and it's only when there's a lot of barbs in the tank. I have quarries right now with my Odessa barbs and they're doing fine. It's a 75 gallon tank. I think there's 15 ish Odessa barbs in there and I don't know, eight, 10 quarries, maybe 12 quarries in there. I tend to keep them in, you know, groups and, um, they're fine. They're getting enough food and they're doing great. I kept quarries in a tank with a lot of rose line barbs in it and they weren't getting enough food. So I ended up removing the quarries from that tank just because rose line barbs, they're so fast and it's hard to feed enough that it'll get down to the quarries because they 
feed so fast and they feed so much. I had the same experience with clown barbs just because there were a lot in the tank. If I had a lot of Odessa barbs in this aquarium, I couldn't keep Corydoras in the tank because they wouldn't get enough food. So that's, that's my thoughts on that. Um, if you have a specific species you're wondering about, then uh, do tell and I can let you know what I think about that. But those are the general principles for quarries, I would say. Uh, when you're talking about compatibility with other fish. Ringatui, hey, welcome. Just to thank you for all the knowledge, got fry all around. Cribs, Daniels, goldfish, a pregnant guppy. The streams have been an inspiration and help. Good luck with get gills. Hey, Ringatui, I'm glad to hear it. Congrats on all the babies. Um, for me, that's the pinnacle of my hobby. And I'm not saying it's that way for everyone or should be. But for me, it's about breeding fish, watching that process, watching the behavior, learning how to successfully crack a code to make something spawn, and then how to crack a code to get something to hatch, and then how to crack a code to get something to survive and grow and thrive. There are some very challenging fish in this hobby to, to, to spawn. Some are hard to just keep alive, but um, so awesome. I'm glad that that's happening for you. That's that's my favorite part of this hobby. Mac Graphagine. Oh, wow. Graphagnino? I don't think that was right. I'm sorry, Matt. I will work on that next time. But Matt, hey, it's Matt from Slippery Fish Aquatics. Hey, welcome. So for those who want to know, um, I think this is pretty cool. I like Matt's logo a lot. So let me show you this. So this is Slippery Fish. Um, where is it? Hang on. All right. There it is. Check that out. I think that's such a cool, um, <laughs> I think that's such a cool logo, Matt. That's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, Matt from Slippery Fish, you can check out his store at getgills.com. Uh, I'm sure it'll have stuff in it soon. Right now it's just being set up. But Matt, glad you're here. Priscilla, I'll just yell at you next time about the dart frogs. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Priscilla, I really liked the, uh, the live stream you did with Sergeant Tank. I thought that was really cool. It's good to kind of get to know you a little bit via live stream, <laughs> via recorded live stream. <laughs> Real thing for you. Oh, Africa order update, which I totally forgot about. I'm sorry, that was not on purpose. So um, the exporter reached out to me. I can't remember exactly when, but recently and said that he's shooting for mid-October. So <laughs> water's still high. He's shooting for mid-October. So this is just a situation where no one has direct control. It's about the weather. No one controls the weather. And so I'm sorry, sorry, sorry if it feels like I'm like stringing it along or anything. That's not the intent. Um, I am hell-bent on getting this order. I've been working on it for a long time. For those that don't know, there's this order from Africa I'm getting in from Nigeria specifically with lots of killifish that I've been wanting for a long time. Some cool cichlids, some cool tetras, um, things like that. And what happened is it was all going to happen in a, but I put the order in right as the rainy season happened in Nigeria. And when the wet season happens, all the rivers and small streams and pools and stuff just flood out. It just floods like crazy. 
And so the collectors can't get to the fish anymore because there's just too much water. So we're just waiting for that to go away a little bit for the dry, beginning of the dry, not the beginning of the dry season, for the end of the wet season to kick in, for it to dry out a tad, and then we'll be able to get those fish. Thanks for asking. I forgot about that. I apologize. It's in the title of the live stream, isn't it? So, but that was the update. Um, they contacted me. They said, hey, this is the situation. We're shooting for mid-October. But again, it's about weather. So I am going to be, I don't know. It's going to be the best feeling in the world when that order finally gets here. I've been looking for it for forward to it for a long time. And I know a lot of you have as well. And I'm sorry, I did not realize that it was going to take this longer. I just wouldn't have mentioned it until it was here. <laughs> well, once I let the cat out of the bag, I couldn't not mention it anymore because it was already out there. So um, sorry, it's been strung along so much, but it's a weather issue. And there's been lots of issues. First, it was um, the agent that I've used a lot um, to bring fish into the country, suddenly was told they could not bring fish, these fish into the country. Um, so then I had to go through and get my own import license, which is its own process. And then it turns out that I had to get a special additional thing to get it to work in Denver, which is where I need this to happen. So I had to go through that process. Then that got all done. Um, so I placed the order. The agent was like, great, we got it all set up. And then we were almost done. Like money had been sent, things were ready. And Fish and Wildlife told that agent, no, you can't do this. They were fine with me doing it. They were not fine with this agent doing it. And it's nothing the agent did, it's just, Something about a policy I don't understand. Something about wild fish versus farmed fish or something. I, I don't know. I don't get it. And I don't think it's correct. But we can't tell that to the agent, right? They're the ones in charge. So, uh, we, you know, if they say that's how it is, we can say, are you sure? We don't think so. But if they say, yes, that's how it's going to be. It's like, okay, I don't want to piss you off. I have to work with you. So, it's been this long saga of issues. And I've brought in thousands and thousands and thousands of fish before, many times, never from Africa, but from all over and never had a problem like this. So this has been a learning experience for me um, and I can't wait till it actually happens. So that's the update real thing for you and the story for those who don't kind of know about it. Mob Guppy, hi, hi everyone. Well, hello Mob. You got here just in time to shut us down. It's been an hour and 20 minutes and um, looks like the comments and questions are kind of drying up. So this is the time in the live stream when I say, if you have a comment or question that is important to you to get out before we shut it down, please do so now because we're in the process of starting that. So in the next few minutes here, we're, we'll shut down the stream. So, or maybe a lot sooner if uh, if we don't get <laughs> questions and comments, that's fine. Um, so while we're waiting for that to happen, I wanna thank everyone that participated in the uh, live stream tonight, anyone that chatted or asked a question or a comment or helped anyone else in the stream to add a question or comment. 
or gave an opinion about something that was being discussed. Thank you. That's what makes this fun. Um, glad to have you around. Anyone that super chatted, thank you so much. Always appreciated. Never required, but it does help. It helps with costs. It helps, uh, again, keep my spouse excited about this. And it just feels good when someone's like, I like this enough that I'm going to show you this way. So again, I'm not asking for more of those. That's not required. That's not what I'm trying to do. I just wanted those that do do that to know how much I appreciate it. To my mod candy overhauls, thank you for being here. Um, I am going to contact Lumpy Dog and see if, make sure he's okay, because he does not miss live streams. So I, I, I hope everything's okay there. And anyone that has checked getgills.com out, it, which for those that don't know, is a new website where it's easy to sell fish online or buy fish online. And anyone can post fish for sale there. Anyone can buy fish there. So if you have fish to sell, check it out. If you're looking for stuff, we have fish, we have fish supplies, we have shrimp, and now we have an axolotl, an albino axolotl, which is pretty cool. Um, so anyone that's using that website or has looked at it and given me feedback or is excited about it and spread the word or Sergeant Tanks, thanks for having an entire episode about it. Um, for those helping with the Facebook page, all that. So appreciated. Thanks so much. And uh, this community has been wonderful and I just truly appreciate you. So on that note, I think that I'm going to shut it down. Candy Overhauls says, good night, Dan. Good night, everyone. Um, yeah, worried about him. Yeah, I'm going to go check in with him right now. 54 Punchy, I'm going to try to find time to set up an account on Get Gills this weekend. Well, if you can, great. And I should say, I understand busy. I've been busy most of my life. So for those of you that like are trying to do it and want to do it, but just you're overwhelmed with work and other things that you have going on, I understand. No hard feelings, no no problem at all. I get it. Life's, life can be crazy. So uh, if you do get a chance and you have the desire, you're always invited. And um, but I also understand that you can only do so much before you burn out or it's like, oh, man, I'm just feeling overwhelmed. We don't want to put you in that situation. This hobby should be fun. It should be enjoyable. So I get it. But thanks again, Mob Guppy. Thanks, Dan Fitch. Well, thank you. Um, there's a lot, Mob, uh, that you'll see on the replay, <laughs> which will be live here pretty soon. Good night, all. Appreciate you all. And I'll see you. Oh, I have to say this. I'm so sorry. I forgot. Hopefully people are still here. Um, this coming Wednesday, this coming week, next week, um, I have a commitment at the theater. So I cannot do the live stream next Wednesday. I apologize, but it's a big thing. It's like the um, everyone that's running for office in the state of Wyoming. They're doing like a town hall debate forum thing. And I have to go you know, kind of help run that. And so I won't be here next Wednesday. I usually am. I hardly ever miss. But next Wednesday, I there's something I just can't get out of. I, I just have to go do this. So I won't be here next Wednesday. I'm sorry, but we'll be here the following Wednesday. So ah, forgot to say that. But good night, everyone. <laughs> See you not next Wednesday, but the Wednesday following.